atheists do in fact believe in miracles. I would, I would say if I were to classify it that this morning's message was more of a Sunday night message in, in, in a normal scheme of things, but that's okay. You can preach a Wednesday night message on Sunday morning and vice versa. It's okay. And tonight I'd like to do a part two of that. Uh, there might even be a part three or part four. I don't know. But it is in fact a miracle that morality comes from matter. Only God can do that. Science doesn't prove that in the least. <laughs> or from a, I should say, I should say from a, from a modern day science perspective. Amen. Maybe I can clarify that. But it is a miracle to believe that a clump of clay can produce morals without the interaction of an almighty God. And that's what the atheist uh, which is usually an evolutionist will believe Genesis 1 1 in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth When we read that we, What does that even mean? <laughs> Amen brother shine would you open this message in a word of prayer, sir? jealous sometimes that the Bible student that um, will put all their faith in, in, in a man, in a commentary, preacher, pastor, YouTuber, blogger, uh, whatever. And sometimes I'm jealous of the blind faith that they'll have, that they'll believe whatever they say in so much that you don't even have to study. Just see what they say about it. And there you go. You, you got your doctrine and what you believe. And, and you can fall on the right side of Bible many times you know but but that's a slippery slope and, and, and a bad way to go because eventually you will eventually find your way into heresy and and uh, you, you'll never be grounded in the Word of God that way if we don't study things for ourselves. because because I'm telling you what as a child of God and maybe maybe everyone here I don't know you know there's a Sunday night crowd everyone's probably saved except for goose we're still praying for him amen but for me, when I read in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, I've got blind faith that my King James Bible, whatever it means, whatever it says is true, I believe that. And for me, that is enough. I don't need any more. The problem lies that God told us to study to show thyselves approved. And we need to be ready always to give an answer for what we believe in. So why it may be enough for me, and oh, I promise you it is, uh, Brother Waddell, I'm a simple man. Like, like really simple, <laughs> but, but we need to have an answer that, that, that is more than just, um, that's what it says. So I believe it. That's enough for me, but we need to be able to give a good answer and studying does that for us. And really tonight is more of a teachy preachy. Maybe that's fine, but all the religions in the world start with something. It's actually an interesting study. I, I touched on this some time ago in my own studies, uh, but all the religions in the world start with something. Uh, the, the Mayas uh, uh, creation, the Mayas, they believe that uh, it started out with nothing but water. The universe started with water. Of course, yes. Well, I mean, where'd the water come from, right? 
The, the Eskimos uh, believe that the earth came first, and then uh, mankind came into a pea pod, and then a raven came, and like there's a whole weird story that the Eskimos believe their tradition. The Incas believe that in a creator named Kazai Warachiko, I just acted like I knew what it was, Ben, that, that he, he's the ultimate creator of everything. But atheism requires a big bang, something that literally came from nothing. But that's not the end of it. You got to believe that that's something that came from nothing eventually turned into an amoeba that turned into a rock. No, that turned into a rock that turned into an amoeba. No, I'm sorry, turned into slime, turned into an amoeba that turned into a, turned into a, something that winded up being a monkey, that wound up being mankind over billions and billions of years. Which if you think about it, if you're honest with what evolution teaches, it's completely racist. And I'm not even joking. It's a, it's a racist. Yeah, uh, uh, Charles Darwin was a complete racist. He thought that all black people were subhuman. He, that's, I'm not joking. Search into it a little bit. They don't want to bring that up because then all of a sudden, because what's, uh, what's, what's the other uh, uh, theory, major theory out there other than evolution? It's creation, and the world can't have that. So they'd rather have a racist. That's just like the, the, the lady that started uh, the abortion clinics. Rachel, what's her name? Mar Margaret Sanger? Was literally to, to get rid of all the black people. Complete racist. But they don't want to advertise that. They'd rather have the, those abortion clinics. Oh, get me going. A frog, a frog does not turn into pr a prince. Those are fairy tales. I'm sorry, Ava. They're, they're fairy tales. Frogs don't turn into princes. Amen. But every one of these requires a measure of faith. And, and, and the atheists will say that they believe in science and, and okay then. But no one has ever observed Darwinian evolution. Period. Period. There's no experiment that shows, given enough time, a rock can turn into a tadpole or a frog can turn into a prince. So what is science? Science is the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation, experimentation, and the testing of theories against the evidence obtained. They have to rely on something outside of science, which, what do you mean? Outside of something that you can test. What could they do? Let's add millions and billions of years. That way, something that you can't even fathom. Then we'll say, given enough time, then evolution is true. Atheists will claim the fossil record in the name of science, but here's the problem. When the atheist makes a claim to follow science or the fossil record, there's no observable fossil record that shows any evolutionary steps from the monkey to the human, let alone from a rock to a monkey or amoeba to a rock. There's not one missing link. Now, let's think logically. Let's think outside of what our school, public school teachers tell us. If that were true, we had millions and billions of light years and years, then, then there'd be all kinds of transition skeletons all over the world. I mean, all kinds of, tra I mean, it would be uh, unlimited numbers. There's never been one found. But if we do look at science and you're honest with what you see, science shows that there is evidence of a worldwide flood. 
And all the sedimentary layers are consistent with a worldwide flood. They can't say that. They got to stick with the evolution theory, which is nonsense. The atheists do have blind faith. They believe ultimately that something came from nothing. On a side note, did you guys know that atheists do not pay taxes? Who here, anybody know that? Atheists do not pay taxes. You know why? Because atheism is the very first nonprofit organization. Nonprofit? Come on, that was, that was really good. I laughed all the afternoon on that one. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay, I got to get back to my message. That was... <laughs> I asked Rachel before the service if she wanted to hear my joke for a night. She's like, I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> she didn't even, you know. Amen. Thank you for my faithfuls, Miss Kathy. And amen. For the gym. <laughs> yeah, you, hey, you'd have cussed too if you fell from the window. Amen. Hey, thank you, brother. <laughs> He's like, atheists do not pay taxes. I have a blind faith what the pastor says. Whatever he's, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is going to get cut out from on, used on uh, a YouTube meme or something. Like, look at this Baptist preacher. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> creationists, and we are creationists if you're a Bible believer. We believe that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in the very image of God. Which means what? That every single person has a purpose. We know that purpose is to worship God. To the atheist, uh, 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 well, to the creationist, in the beginning was God. But to the atheist, let's be honest, in the beginning was dirt or even nothing. I mean, let's, I mean, let's just use common sense. They say it's not a religion, but they have some blind faith. The atheist uh, cannot conclude that we have purpose as a people. We're just a clump of chemicals. Just a bunch of brain matter uh, that, that, with electrical things going on, formed by chance. And if that's the case, only the strongest and the best can survive. But Tony, we're not going to make it in an atheistic worldview. Amen. Being the best looking doesn't, doesn't cut it, for, doesn't check all the boxes. But the creationist believes that each and every one of us has a purpose and value. And why? Because we're created on purpose and not by chance God can count the numbers of our uh, the hairs of our, our head amen Psalms 139 14 says I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works then that my soul knoweth right well this morning we, we spent the whole message on one point and it was that the atheists believe in the miracle that morality comes from matter in fact, the second miracle goes hand in hand with the first. Atheists also believe that existence comes from non-existence. The atheist has to believe this. The atheist has to believe in evolution. They have to believe that existence comes from non-existence. In other words, they believe in the Big Bang Theory. I looked up the definition of the Big Bang just to see what, what, what the official definition would be. It says the Big Bang Theory suggests that the universe began from an extremely hot dense point smaller than a subatomic particle, an unimaginable force 
we know what that was, cause an intense burst of energy from the tiny point in a fraction of a second, distributing all the matter and energy in all directions. So really, the, the, the evolutionist can agree with the creationist that the universe had a beginning. That is significant, really. That, 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 that they will acknowledge that looking at the universe and the stars and all this, you know, the, the first and second law of thermodynamics, that, that, hey, the universe is getting worse. That means they can see that finite had a beginning. They just, we just disagree on when the beginning was and how the beginning was. The Big Bang doesn't explain where matter came from or where the heat came from or where the force came from. The evolutionary theory is taught as if it were, were scientific, but here's the problem. It's not. It's not. You, you have every right to believe in evolution. We have a free will. Amen. But don't say that it's because of a scientific, the, the scientific evidence that's presented. That is not true. You are putting your blind faith into what somebody is saying. Christians do the same thing in different ways. Blind faith in what somebody is saying. So we get false doctrines. And the only way to deny the fact that a creation points to a creator is really to believe in some far-fetched ideas in a desperate attempt to believe anything but a living God who loves us. One thing I've learned in my lifetime as a child, as an adult, and oh my, observing other people, that when confronted with being wrong, you will, you will, in, in your rebellious heart, you will, you will point to anything that even if it sounds ridiculous, to not get caught in whatever you're doing. That's what the rebellious heart does. So what am I saying? The lost world will point to anything other than a creator, even if it's ridiculous, even if its foundation uh, is coming from a racist, even, even. Even if the foundation of what they're believing as a structure is complete racism. They're like, I'd rather believe that than put my, uh, the authority of an almighty God over me. That's the reality. And such, such is the false religion of evolution. If you boil down the arguments of creation to evolution, it would simply be, be this. Evolution will say that something came from nothing. And the creationist boiled down to, to the same thing would say that something came from something. Now you tell me who has a blind faith. Something that comes from nothing is not even close to scientific. Not on any scale, but you have to believe in what they're saying. You got to believe it. Something came from something is far more plausible than something that came from nothing. But logic and reason is out the window if you have a rebellious heart on any aspect of sin in life. Especially denying that there's a God. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1-2, and the earth was without, was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Me and Rachel have sat for many times discussing verse 2. Man, what did it... Can, can you imagine... If God allows us, and I think we will, God allows us to vision what that was back some 6,000 years ago or so, what it looked like when the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. What did that, I bet you it was beautiful. I, I, can't, I can't even fathom. Your mind can just go to what you think it would be. And, and, and here's, 
here's the end of it. Our, our minds can't even fathom. Look, we, you know, we, you see that movie Avatar? Man, beautiful, beautiful color, beautiful animals. And we think, wow, that guy was so crazy. Not even close. Watch one documentary of the oceans. Man, God designed all these beautiful animals that we don't even see or think of. Look at every animal, all these different birds. Man, God's amazing. Let me ask you this. What's more scientifically accurate? Something that came from nothing or something that came from something? The creational, the creation uh, uh, perspective is far more scientific than that of evolution. Atheists believe in miracles. Number one, that morality comes from matter. Number two, existence comes from non-existence. Number three, and our last one, Ferdinand Height. The atheist is forced to believe that order comes from chaos. They have to believe that order comes from chaos or order comes from non-order. That would be an absolute miracle. If the basis of evolution were true, that, that order can come from chaos, then eventually the boys' rooms will be clean. Let's just put it where, yeah, it's a long shot. It's basically impossible. But according to evolution, given enough time, scientifically, the, the boy's room will, will become clean. That is literally man-made science, their reason for the creation of the universe. It matches. But it's, it's, that's not even close to how bad it is. We've all heard many analogies. Here's one. Uh, if all the parts for the Ford F-150, let's just say all the parts are already made for the Ford F-150 and they're in the Ford factory, amen. I've seen that, that's pretty cool. But uh, let's, let's say all the parts are there, but no workers. According to the evolutionary theory. I, I, mean, I mean, it's even worse than that because like, you know, the parts would have to, you know, appear out of nowhere. But just, just given the evolutionary mindset, given enough billion years, Miss Kathy, eventually, with no workers being, uh, doing anything, eventually Ford F-150s are going to start rolling out of, the, out of that factory. Fully done. It doesn't matter how many lightning bolts, how many bursts of heat energy, how many missiles you shoot at it, whatever nukes, whatever radiation happens, you're not going to put trucks together. It ain't never going to happen. Science experimental science what science really is through testing all the data shows that that will never happen unless you say well billions of years then and then everybody goes oh billions of years then okay then it'll happen that's ridiculous that's a rebellious heart and a desperate attempt to say ah i can't believe in god i'll believe in that the first law of thermodynamics this energy cannot be created or destroyed. Oh, I read it several times, but trust me, I had to simple it down to, to my level. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Church, only God could set that in place. That's like the question, which came first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken came first. P people know what came first, chicken or the egg? The chicken came first. God created the chicken. He created the animals. We can read it in Genesis. It's not a mystery. Because if the egg came first, it's done. It's done. It's like the human body. Like we created, and, and, or I'm sorry, evolutionists would have to say like some creature coming out of the whatever. But you can't start off, you know, all of a sudden you got a toe. 
And all of a sudden you got a, a pair of lungs. Then all of a sudden you got kidneys and then let you, no, wait, no, you can't have one without the other. Then all of a sudden you have a head. You, nope, you, 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 you can't have a head without a beating heart. Like, nope, you can't have one without the other. They all have to come into existence at once. God created man all at once. Full grown man. We're probably going to have a laugh up, up in heaven. We're, you know, we're just little things like, uh, oh, Adam, you look like Brother Scott. That's crazy, you know, little things like that. We're going to blow our minds, amen? Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. That's the first law of thermodynamics. You know, that goes completely against evolution. <laughs> Energy cannot be created or destroyed. Then they can't say that it came from nothing. It's completely contradictory. You know what the second law of thermodynamics is? It's essentially that everything deteriorates over time. That's the simple version where I can understand it. And, and that's, that's truth. I, I mean, we know that to be true. Everything deteriorates over time, period. Our bodies, erosion. The problem is that the second law of thermodynamics is directly against Darwinian evolution. They cannot coexist scientifically. Because the second law of thermodynamics says that everything is getting worse. But evolution says, miraculously, that everything is getting better. And they say, we believe in science, yet it's completely opposite. All the more glory that goes to an almighty God that created the universe. It's a major, major hurdle for the evolution, evolutionists who believes in the miracle that order must come from chaos to support their worldview. But the church is not, you know, calling it a worldview is like saying an alcoholic has a disease. No, they're a drunkard. It's not a worldview as much as it is a religion. They believe in miracles. They have to believe in these. They have to hang on to them. The end result of chaos is always, guess what? Chaos. Order will never, ever come from chaos. Yet evolution is far more ridiculous than that. The definition of chaos is confusion, disorder, a state in which the parts are undistinguished. 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, For God is not the author of confusion. The only time that order will ever come from chaos is when our sinful life and all of its chaos, uh, we, we find ourselves at an altar, we find ourselves, our heart on our knees, whether it's here at home or wherever, and we say, Lord God, we are, we are guilty, we are sinners, we're in need of a Savior. Lord, please save me. And all of a sudden, there's order and purpose to your life. It's the only time that order comes from chaos. Jesus wasn't 50% man and 50% 50, 50 God. Me and Rachel visited a church years and years ago. I don't even know. We might have had one baby. Our little baby here. We went into the church and, the, I mean, they're already, we walked in and like they're already checking, I'm checking things off the box like, ooh, I don't like that. But 
That's my preference. Oh, I don't like that. That's my preference. And they said a few other things. And then, then the pastor emphatically said that Jesus was 50% man and 50% 50, 50 God. And I thought, I can't do it. I can't. He was 100% God. He was 100% man. You say, well, how can that be? Because he was God. You say, well, why do you say that? Because the moment that we try to put God in our box, in our way of thinking, into our time, space, and matter, we have already erred. Right. My grandpa used to, no, my dad used to always say, and I think he got it from his grandpa, if you're going to err, err on the side of caution. I didn't get that until I was like at least a mid-teenager or older. So I'm thinking AIR. I don't even know what that, that makes no sense. And he told me that for years. And I don't know if he, he knew it was going over my head, but he'd always be like, son, if you're going to err, err on the side of caution. I'm like, yes, sir. Love my dad, but amen. Religion tries to put God in a box. In 1950, the Pope Pius he released an encyclical, encyclical confirming that there is no intrinsic conflict between the theory of evolution and the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. Provided that Catholics still believe that humans are endowed with a soul created by God. That was confirmed in 1996 by uh, Pope John Paul II, expanded and reiterated the church's position affirming evolution is more than a hypothesis. You can look it up for yourself. When man tries to combine uh, anti-Christ thinking into Christ thinking, it's shameful and it's heresy. And it's popular to put God in our little box and assert Darwinian evolution to the creation story. That way we're making everybody happy. You know, God said not to spare the rod. How'd that work for parents that didn't spare the rod? Not so well. Not so well. Proverbs 13, 24, He that spared his rod hated his son, but he that loveth him chastiseth him betimes. God said to trust him with all of our hearts, but yet we don't. We say, I don't need to spank my children, and my life's going to be better for it. Wrong. You have stress and drama the rest of your days. Say, I don't have to believe in God. I can be a Christian. I don't have to believe in, in, in the creation story. I can also believe in what the public school's feeding me and my children, and I'm going to be fine. Wrong. Our 18-year-olds are not going back to church. They leave, and they're gone. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. How can we get to a place where we consider anything but God? How can we get to a place where we entertain a scenario where we know better than God? You know what the answer to that is? Indoctrination. We're winding down. Turn to Daniel chapter 1, verse 1. We're almost done. Daniel 1, 1. You know where I'm going with this. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. Jump to verse 3. And the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, and he said that he should bring a certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes, children and whom, have, and whom was no blemish, and well-favored and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning and knowledge and understanding science, and such as uh, had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach 
the learning in the tongue of the Chaldeans. Keep in mind, this is the world that's taking God's people and says, hey, we got them captured now. Take the best and the brightest and indoctrinate them what, what we want them to know. Verse 5, And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. You realize that the king of Babylon brought in the children of Jerusalem. He treated them kindly and he gave them the best of the food, the best of everything. And look at what we have. Look at all this. Look at what we're going to teach you. We're going to change your name to, to Antichrist names, to the gods that we worship. We're going to indoctrinate you for three years. Our schools emphatically teach that evolution is a fact. They teach that creation is a fairy tale. You say, Pastor, you're just a Baptist preacher saying that, no, I went through public school. They taught evolution three years straight for me. In, 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 the, in, in, the, in one of my science books, I remember, uh, it said, because I thought, man, it's a theory. Why they're teaching us fact, but you know what? It says in theory, at the beginning of the book, in the first two words, it says in theory, blah, blah, blah. The whole rest of all the volumes of books, it was fact. They can say, oh, we teach it as a theory. No, teachers teach it as fact. Thus, I can't tell you how many Christians that I would go to school with, they believed wholeheartedly in evolution because parents weren't bringing their children to church. Parents weren't being parents at home and they weren't teaching their children what is right and wrong. Why would we do that? Because it's convenient. It's cheaper and it's popular. We wonder why our children run to the world at 18 years old. Because they've been indoctrinated into thinking that the world's wisdom is better than God's wisdom. I'm here to tell you that the Christians, by and large, that I, that I would speak to in the public schools, that claim to be Christian, that even went to church, they did not study their Bibles. They didn't even open up their Bibles. They didn't pay attention in church. They didn't give. Uh, they didn't care anything about the things of God. They had no desire for the things of God. It's that saying in that song. If you don't stand for anything, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And it's true. So we have parents that aren't teaching their children anything. Just watch TV. Go do this. I don't care. Whatever. Just get out of my hair. I've been busy all day. Whatever they teach you, whatever. We wind up with children that believe that this is outdated, untrustworthy, and they would rather Google everything that they, that they ever thought they'd ever know. And what happens? They wind up on social media. And they wind up voting politically for whatever social media has to say that their their religious uh, uh, uh their theology comes from whatever social media says and i'm not exaggerating either evolution is true or creation is true it cannot be both you say well, what came first chicken or the egg the chicken church the chicken came first romans 3 4 god forbid yea let god be true and every man a liar Atheists believe in the miracle that morality comes from matter, existence comes from non-existence, and order comes from chaos. All miracles. Atheism 
is a religion. Let's close in a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray that you'd move in the next few moments, Lord. Help us to, Lord, tune our hearts into you, whatever you'd have for us. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.